This episode of Enough is brought to you by Squarespace, everything you need to create an amazing website. We're huge fans of Squarespace at 70 decibels, and I want to take this opportunity to tell you about a fantastic new offer from them. When you sign up for any annual plan, which gives you extremely reliable web hosting and powerful website creation tools, Squarespace will give you a custom domain absolutely free. You choose the domain name you want, you can choose from .com, .net, .org and more, and it remains yours. You don't need to jump through any hoops with changing A records or C names, Squarespace will take care of all of this for you, right out of the box. And what about email? Will they bundle in Google Apps integration too? This fantastic new offer even further rounds out Squarespace to make them the perfect place to start your new website or blog. Squarespace's plans start from as little as $8 a month, and you can find out more by going to squarespace.com forward slash 70 decibels to start your two-week free trial. And if you use the offer code 70 decibels 5 at checkout, you'll get 10% off your first purchase. I want to thank Squarespace for supporting the 70 decibels podcast network. I urge you to go check out what they do because you'll be supporting us as well. Now let's get on with enough. Hey there, Michael. Hello, sir. How are you? I am dandy. How are you? I'm, I'm uh, we discussed before the show I'm kind of meh but I'm 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 hoping to turn that meh around because uh we actually have a very very special guest on uh, to 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 talk about a uh, a subject uh, that we discussed uh, briefly in a previous episode and uh and all too brief I wanted to discuss it a little bit more and that would be your wonderful better half Sammy Hello. <laughs> Hello, Sammy Fers. How are you? I'm good, thank you. That's excellent. Um, so, um, uh, what episode was it? What episode number was that where we where I talked about like you know? Like, I think it was episode 130. I have okay. in my head that's it what it was. Episode 130. Yep. I have to run. Gosh, I love it. Sammy knows your podcast. <laughs> I've done my research. Awesome. <laughs> she does this. <laughs> All right. So. Uh, <clears throat> You know, so I, I talked a bit about uh, you know my training for the GORUCK challenge, things like that. And towards the end of it, I I started to talk about like running and 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 barefoot running and things like that. And uh, but I didn't. We were going fast. We didn't have a lot of time. And I I, I brought up the fact that, uh, that Sammy recently ran your first marathon. Yes, yeah, it's my first. And and not having ever really run any other races before, correct? Like no 5Ks no. or 10Ks well, or I've, anything. I'd run a 5K race before, but that was the year prior. Um, and I also did the half marathon in preparation. But to be honest, those were just kind of all on a wing. <laughs> I wasn't really <laughs> thinking about it. It was just, yeah, just kind of just wanted to do it. Um, but marathon is the first kind of one I've actually trained for properly. What I find interesting about this, and the reason I wanted to have you on, is because I very much, as I discussed previously, I'm kind of a beginner at all of this. Um, And so, for one thing, it will be nice for me to kind of talk about your kind of beginner's mind experience with a lot of this stuff. And um, but the other thing I kind of wanted to talk about, um, and I, uh, is kind of the mental game that goes into it. Um, because yeah. I, I, I think ultimately, um, ultimately that's what it's all about. <laughs> that is, yeah, you know, it is, is, it's less about whether you're physically capable and, 
you know, although th- that's important, but also, it, but there's a lot of like being mentally capable to do it that goes into it. Yeah, I mean, agree? yeah, I mean, Mike knows <laughs> mentally how much of a struggle it was, especially the closer it got to it. Um, I mean, there's, I don't want to kind of like jump the gun on her, but but the week before was possibly one of the the biggest mental struggles I think I've ever had to do. Like it's it was terrible it was like pmt for running it was i was just <laughs> i mean i was crying all the time and i was just constantly fighting in kind of in my head you know whether i was actually ready for it and kind of what why i'd put myself in this position and calling myself crazy for yeah there were a lot kind of, of there were a lot of conversations long conversations that we yeah. had to have where i was saying everything was going to be okay yeah i was freaking what? out i was completely nicely freaking out well um i want to just back up a little bit so first of all um how long have you been running why did you get into running um i think it's a little over two years now um but it took a little while for me to actually really start enjoying and, and loving running I mean the I first started when I joined up the gym and I really wanted to lose weight because I was like 11 and a half stone and really unhappy with kind of how I was looking and stuff so it was really kind of just to lose weight at first um and I've done the treadmill you know I'd, I'd do about kind of five ten minutes on there and you know really kind of work up a sweat and be really really happy with myself for lasting that long um and about you know, 1k or something like that um and then I just kind of slowly started building it up and you know first of all I'm trying to set my set a goal of kind of well I'm going to try and last kind of 15 minutes in the treadmill this time and that just kind of gradually got then I got up to to 30 minutes and I was really kind of starting to enjoy it and I kind of enjoyed setting myself that challenge of trying to better myself and trying to kind of get a, a longer time and trying to do faster or trying to go for longer um and then I kind of did the the first half marathon in Brighton. Um, I hadn't trained for it. I just wanted to see if I could do it. And mm. that I think from there, that's when I think my passion with running really, really started. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I just, I just the atmosphere was well of doing that half marathon and seeing people kind of doing the same as me. And I just kind of wanted to get in that little kind of running club and kind of be like everyone else and really kind of, yeah, and I started running outside a lot more as well um kind right. of getting the feel of that and it was just it's just a really good for de-stressing definitely so you don't subscribe necessarily to like any particular running style or um you know you like you know aren't like like me you know kind of especially lately well, you know, looking through those method. running magazines and what <laughs> I could do barefoot, not at all. Yeah, yeah. Well, but, you know, barefoot's more of a... I mean, even the barefoot runners don't always necessarily run barefoot, right? They, you know, especially if they're yeah. running in the street, they have some sort of protection on their feet. They just, uh, you know, they, there's a a movement, uh, I would almost say, it's very trendy with, right now within within the running world of, uh, of minimalist running, as it's called. But, uh, you know, basically... 
um, shoes that are designed with, uh, you know, with basically a, a zero rise and a nice open toe box and <laughs> not open, but like wider toe box. And, 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 and there basically are those, there are those shoes that are called vibe fingers or something. Yeah. They're, yeah. Vib- they're like, look the like vibra five fingers, right? Yes. That are kind of molded like feet and, you know, have like toes built into them and such. Uh, but basically to give you the protection of a shoe, but but give you the sensation of of running on a flat, solid, you know, ground, and being able to feel the ground. Um, and there's various kind of um, I don't know uh, evolutions of this various style. Everyone's got like their different little thing. There's uh, you know natural running uh, pose, uh, you know, and barefoot is just simply. A style, right? Yeah. Um, you know, and and minimalist is kind of a style, but they all basically are about the same thing, which is that um, our best, most natural, mo- most um, injury reductive way of running is that which we are born naturally to do. You know, if you look at a child, like I, I spend lots of time watching Beatrix run. Yeah, same with my little sister Sophia runs yeah. everywhere. <laughs> just, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's just to the next room. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Kids love to run, and they run everywhere. And if you pay close attention to their style, it is nothing like we. <laughs> no run as adults <laughs> there's a lot of reasons for that you know we're, we're taller our legs are longer we you know we're we've got more weight you know that sort of thing but um but i think another part of that is just simply um is certainly driven by uh, the shoes that we wear um and also uh how we are taught to run a lot of times in our you yeah. know uh, PE classes and things like that and that oh, yes, we yeah most most of my kind of running that when I started anyway was that of when we were kind of doing athletics in school and it was more kind of sprinting and right. stuff like that and I had my uh, kind of PE teachers kind of voice in my head as I was, as I was running you know, don't <laughs> right, clench right. your fists and you know long strides <laughs> and everything like that right exactly where whereas the truth is if you watch a child uh, run, uh, they tend to run more on the midfoot, you know, kind of the, the, the ball of their foot yeah. is where they, is where they strike. And then their heel comes down and then pops back up because they have a slightly forward lean and a much shorter stride. You know, it's not just because their kids and their legs aren't as long, but also just simply because naturally that's the way that we run and we're kind of taught to run, in a different way, um, and especially when it comes to sprinting, right? And yeah. so, um, so I guess all I'm saying is that um, none of these things were really kind of, you know, like when you got into running, you didn't start like reading all sorts of running books and running magazines. Uh. To do no, all so that. no, I I didn't really think about my running method and until I was kind of about a, a month or so into my marathon training, and I thought that I should probably get it looked at. <laughs> so I was getting a few kind of niggles, and I didn't really know if I was wearing the right trainers and such. I mean, I had these really kind of 
crappy Adidas ones that have just kind of blistered my feet and really made my my ankles hurt. So I kind of went to kind of a shop called Runner's Need. And they kind of do kind of like a mini gait analysis and they kind of see how you run. And I really severely uh, underpronate, which means I kind of run on the, the very kind of outsides of my feet. Yeah, yeah. So, which is quite prone to kind of ankle injuries and such. So I needed a lot of stability and a lot of kind of comfort and stuff in, in, in my shoes. So, um, yeah, they suggested some, some good Nike ones. Well, they did kind of give me some Asics, but I didn't really kind of get on with those. So I went for the Nikes because I'm a girl and I like to go for my fashion. <laughs> I got you. So, so do you happen to know what model you have? What you what you're running? No, I, I don't. I did kind of up until about a couple of months after and someone asked me and I hadn't, I hadn't got a clue. I mean, I know that they're pink. But no, I can I can actually tell you that the model, I just know they kind of just handed them to me and, and kind of wished me luck really <laughs> so when went off with those and they've, they've done me really really well I mean I haven't I haven't really had any kind of major injuries or anything with them um and my feet I mean, with a little bit of tape as well they don't really blister and they they really really comfortable they did nice. me really well for my marathon so you know you 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 have the right shoes you have the right you know you did the half marathon and you that flipped a kind of switch to say yeah you know i think i i really like this i think i want to train for something bigger um so coming up on the marathon you're you're really super nervous i, was, I was really until kind of until it, it the closer it got got mm-hmm. to it i mean i it's like i hadn't quite it hadn't quite sunk in of what I was about to do and what I was about to put my body through. Mm. I think it was, yeah, about, I don't know, maybe this list was kind of four weeks leading up to it. And then that's kind of when it kind of kicked in and I wasn't quite sure if I'd done the right thing. <laughs> I mean, it was all a bit of fun kind of up until then. Um, I yeah. was just excited to be doing it and I was kind of happy to, I've met kind of a lot of people through Twitter as well and they were all kind of talking about it. A lot of people who were, either training for the Brighton Marathon or London Marathon was just a week after. And um, it was just all very exciting kind of at the beginning, yeah. really. Yeah. And then... So it began to sunk, sink in and you were, you know, you were, you were nervous and, and, and worried that you'd kind of bitten off more than you could chew. At what point, at what point did you kind of push through that barrier and say, Screw it! I'm just getting out there. I'm gonna do it. It was when I'd uh, arranged to meet up with with one of these wonderful ladies through through Twitter called Sean, um, and we'd been talking a lot, and then we started emailing each other, and um, then we decided that we'll would meet up. Um, yeah, it was about four weeks beforehand in Brighton to to do a long run together because we've both been struggling. I mean, we, we, we were getting to about 10 miles quite easily, but it's just that mental bit kind of pushing yourself to kind of go further. I mean, after a while, it does become boring. I've been running for two hours. You're mm-hmm. kind of thinking, okay, well, everyone else is having fun. <laughs> and I'm just, <laughs> and yeah, I'm just saying this sucks. <laughs> I mean, yeah, turning down plans. I thought, oh, no, sorry, I can't do that because I've got to go do my long run. I mean, it was getting <laughs> boring. So, um, yeah, we, we arranged to meet up. We we went to went to Brighton and we kind of, started running and we just talked like the whole way through and before we'd known it we'd done three hours together and it just felt like a whole big weight had lifted off me I kind of thought I could definitely do this now 
you know, yeah. just having her support and she was really, really good. And she, you know, we shared tips and advice and we just kind of worked out that we were really good for each other. And it was so strange how both of our paces and our kind of mentalities were kind of just completely matched. It was like, we were just a puzzle. We just kind of came yeah. together and it, we were just perfect for each other, really. The perfect, yeah. so kind of like yeah. running soulmates almost. All right, calm down. <laughs> 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 well, so so what's what I find interesting about that, relating to uh, my own experience in prepping for the Gorak Challenge, which uh, is coming up this Saturday as we record this, that I will not be participating in now, thanks to thanks to my injury. Really sorry to hear about that, Pat. That sucks. We'll that probably really talk about that, right, in a minute. I yeah. Assume. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Let me let me catch people up to speed. So, um, um, I I, uh, I broke a couple of toes and bru- and and bruised several bones in my foot. <clears throat> um, you dropped the bricks on it, right? Not the bricks. Okay. So here's here's what happened. Um, I went to the gym. Uh, for a, you know an upper body and core workout, uh, you know as part of my training uh, with uh, my friend who's doing the uh, challenge with me, and uh, um, you know he's much more you know experienced with the gym stuff than I have. You know as I explained on the on episode one thirty, I've been uh, practicing. You know I've been mainly training on my own basically with whatever I have lying around <laughs> to, to, you know, and, and doing whatever exercises I can kind of fit into my day and such. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, you know, we had gone and worked out previously and he, you know, led me through a couple hours worth of workout. And by the end of it, Oh my God, I was in so much pain. I could barely move for like days afterwards. I was like, Oh my gosh, this sucks. Like, there's no way I'm going to be able to last. And that was a few months ago. So here we are at the gym. You know, I've been working out at home and I'm not sure how, how, uh, prepped I am. And so we basically set up this circuit where, uh, it's, it was, uh, uh pull-ups, then squat, then, then bench, then jerk. Oh, hard call circuit then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Bench, then jerk. Squat, bench, jerk. I barely understand yeah. any of the words it's, coming okay. out. Okay, all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So basically five, five different things. I forget what the fifth was, but it doesn't matter. So we get through the, the first circuit you know i do the i do the uh, pull ups and then i move on to the squat machine and then i do the squats and then i move on da 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 and we had set up everything with our weights ahead of time well at the gym there's no way really to kind of put a sign on saying don't you know somebody's you know doing a circuit and is going to be using this don't jump in in between so of course someone had jumped into the squat machine in between and changed out the weights and I hadn't really noticed. And so when I got back around to the squat, the weight was different. I was, ah, oh, shoot. So I go around to uh, take off. There was a 25-pound weight, and there was a 10-pound weight in front of it. And I didn't see the 10-pound. It was a oh black, my. you know, black, <laughs> you know, small black weight in front of this very large black, right? And... Yeah, I need bifocals and I don't have them and I didn't see <laughs> I didn't see this ten pound weight. And so I went to yank the twenty five pound off the squat bar 
and the 10 pound came off and went straight down across the front of my foot. Oh my God. And I yell, yeah, I yell. Oh my gosh! You know, my my buddy was like, you know, oh my god, are you okay? <laughs> you know, and uh, and so I bend down, you know, I bend down to kind of check it, and then I go and I sit down on the bench. I remove my shoe, I remove my sock, and I take a look, and I kind of wiggle my toes a bit, and I think, oh, okay, maybe they're broken, maybe they're not. I don't know. Put on my sock, put on my shoe. I complete the circuit. Why did you do that? That a lot of people say that though, like when they've broken something of the foot, like sometimes they carry on running or they just like walk casually back home. Like huh. it's strange. Yeah, yeah. Um and well, you know, it, it wasn't a macho thing necessarily. <laughs> um uh, Despite the fact that my foot felt like hell, my body was rearing to go. Right, okay. You probably had a lot of adrenaline pumping through at that time. You you wouldn't have felt the pain so much, I guess. Right. I had a lot of adrenaline pumping, and so we completed that circuit, and then we went and tossed a a, a kettleball, not a kettlebell, but a a ball, a 15-pound ball around, played played the try-to-catch-this-game. And threw that as hard as we could back and forth to each other, and then we uh, then we did some core workout stuff and 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 some uh, you know and some some more arm stuff and some more weight training stuff, and then we took um, a half mile walk, cool down walk around the track. Um, <laughs> and it was it was then. It was in during that time, and this is the part that really sucks about not being able to do the Gorak Challenge. It's like someone flipped a switch, and I said, "Okay, I'm ready for this. Like I could do the Gorak Challenge right now. I'd, I'd be like on completely. Let's go. You know? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> and that's the sucky part, right? Is that if it wasn't for the fact that my doctor specifically, actually not the doctor, but the specialist. So I went to, I went and saw a doc, doctor a couple of days later and they, you know, they took x-rays and yeah, it's definitely broken and you've got some displacement, i.e. the, it's the, 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 the toes are not exactly aligned perfectly. Because you wow. carried on doing a ridiculous workout afterwards. That That's that might probably why <laughs> that could that could be the reason. Um, but the, it also could have just been the way the 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 weight broke it and you know came across it. Um, but uh, he immediately like sent me off that same day to to see a specialist. Well, the specialist he sent me to was an active triathlete, like you know, like real serious triathlete, and um, and he. Like before I even got checked in, the receptionist took my took the X-rays, brought them back to him. He actually came out and talked with me in the lobby, and he said, "Basically, I know you're. You know, I'm an athlete too. I had a I had a similar break, not on my toes, but you know, uh, you know, a very similar break along the. You know, I forget the bone he called it, but you know, the kind of basically the knuckle bone." And, 
you know, he, he said, I'm, you know, I'm a triathlete and I, you know, I, I, I take this stuff very seriously. So I know that what I'm about to tell you is going to break your heart and it's probably going to be the hardest thing that you've ever done. Baby this foot. Do not, do not even think about running. He said, you're going to feel better. You're going to feel good enough to run in three weeks. Don't. You won't be healed yet and you will screw up your foot for life. You will mess up your stride and you will mess up your run and you don't want to do that. Wait at least six weeks and then start back slowly. Start with start with a fast walk, then move up to a jog, then get back into your running game. And, uh, you know, he's, he's like, I know what I'm telling you, you know, you're not going to do it, but I got to tell you anyway. <laughs> and if you listen to me, you might have a chance of running right again. So I've been trying to be good <clears throat> and, uh, it's been really hard. Uh, but all of that is simply to say that like with, like with your friend and you got talking with somebody and going through it and suddenly, suddenly that all of that pain and that nervousness and that, you know, trepidation turned into, oh my gosh, I can do this. Yeah. I mean, you probably could have run for three more hours and like not even noticed. Yeah, right? probably. It was. It was a really. It was one of the best best ones I think that we we've ever done together. because we were so, we weren't really thinking about running. It was more uh, kind of. It I guess when we were running, it was more about kind of getting to know each other and getting to know each other's strides and how how she runs and how I run. And it was yeah. It just. I mean, it was only because it was getting really cold and the sun was kind of practically coming down. I was like, okay, I guess we should probably stop now. And we don't actually need to do any any more, you know, than, than we have at this stage. So, yeah. Um, yeah, we just went for a coffee after. It was very lovely. <laughs> well, and, and that gets back to my point about it being mental, you know, that uh, it seems like um, that a lot of beginning runners kind of – they give up right before that point where that f- switch gets flipped. Yeah. And suddenly it's, you, you know, the pain and the exhaustion and the, all of that stuff just disappears and you enter into this almost, um, euphoric sort of state. Yeah, um, I guess. Uh, I, mean, I guess that is kind of the wrong word, but, uh, but basically, uh, you uh, you know they call it embracing the pain, but it's not so much that it's it's no it's 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 kind of more of a sense of well being I guess you just kind of yeah. you know if, if everything is right it's just a a big kind of bundle of positive energy and it's it's like no wrong could could ever ever happen I guess it's yeah but even even when um, I mean, there was a run where we were trying for 17 miles together and um, it was a really, really bad run. It was about, I think it was the week after. And um, for some reason, I we just, neither of us, neither of us were really kind of in, you know, our head wasn't in the game and kind of we didn't start off as well. And I mean, it was a nice day. It was a beautiful day in Brighton, but it, we just mentally, we weren't really there. We both had a really stressful day um, week at work and I guess it just, it was very difficult to kind of get, get into it. But um having her there meant that when it got to, you know, mile, mile 15, 
she was, you know, kind of pushing me along and I was going, I don't want to do it anymore. I just want to stop now. <laughs> like my, my legs are hurting. I've got a bliss. So like, I don't like, I'm, I'm too exhausted. Like I, I don't have a, I don't have it in me. I can't run it. She's just like, no, we're going to, we're going to do it. We're gonna, at least going to go for 10 more minutes, try and get another mile in and we, you know, we'll see how we feel then. And kind of, then my, my second wave kind of kicked in and then she was mm-hmm. kind of like, oh, I don't want to do it anymore. Like, hey, let's just stop now. And I was like, no, we can do it. So we were kind of really good good for each other, kind of for a training run, to, you know, for the days where, you know, we really kind of could do it and also the days where we really struggled because after you've been running kind of constantly for about, you know, three months, it really does get so boring and it becomes a little bit of a chore and having her there made run running fun again and it made it kind of a little bit more kind of you know kind of de-stressing again like it used to because it was really starting to kind of get my nerves <laughs> i'd come back home and i'm like from work and i'm like i just don't want to <laughs> i don't want to have yeah, to go for a yeah. run today well and I it's amazing to- how how much just injecting fun into into something can really change your your mindset about that I mean, we talked about it on uh on an episode uh about uh um, basically richard Feynman winning the nobel prize because he decided that in order to find what he loved to do again he n- needed to put the fun back into it yeah right and uh and and make it fun uh, and to force fun into the situation. Uh, so, so uh, just you know, I, I know uh, we're probably running long on time, um, but I, I wanted to just you know wrap up a, a couple of thoughts. Uh, you know, first of all, um, uh, so during the marathon, you you did you were you running with your your friend in the marathon? Yeah, uh, okay. we we kind of, we kind of made this pact. We were like, well, we'll run together, but if we feel like we can kind of you know push on, and the other ones kind of you know, holding us back, then you know we'd we'd go ahead and and leave them. But we were kind of so well kind of matched that that just never really became an issue throughout throughout right. the whole thing. Um, until the we end. were both yeah <laughs> yeah until that sprint finish. Yeah, you ran off. <laughs> <laughs> so wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> so so how how uh how long was that sprint um well i kind of started off i mean i i think it was the last point two miles but the crowd was was you know in their masses at that right that right. time and, and i could hear a lot of that too kind of felt like point two yards <laughs> yeah. in my head just like i've run you know 26 plus you know so far so point two miles is nothing well it turns right. out that is actually still something. <laughs> I oh, think I was yeah. about halfway through my sprint run, and I was just like, "Oh my god, I'm going to die!" <laughs> yeah, I kind yeah. of felt like all energy was kind of sapping out of me, and I was about to pass out. But I, was, I, I felt I couldn't slow down. Definitely not, you know, close enough to get into the finish line. So I just kind of saw past it and kind of carried on. Um, and then about ten seconds later, you know, she she made it too. Um, I didn't even think about it. It's really selfish of me. As soon as I saw that point. It was like 800 yards or something like that. I yeah, it's like I just completely zoned out and I just saw the finish line and I just wanted to get there. Nice. Um, also, just because I've been going on for so long, um, right. and I, I don't know if it's Mike said, but I've also had the, the most painful injury <laughs> kind of throughout throughout the whole thing, and I just kind of wanted just to stop running. So I thought, just the quicker I run, the sooner it'll be over. 
Yeah, yeah, he did mention. So, like, you had a what was it, a bad knee injury? Or yeah, um, I don't know the the actual long name. I just know the abbreviation. But it's IT band friction syndrome. Um, okay. This niggling little muscle that kind of goes from just below the knee through the kind of the side of the knee then to the thigh um and it's kind of it's not too bad if you're just kind of doing a short distance it doesn't really affect affect kind of short distances it's just kind of after a while it it starts the the stress and the strain of running really kind of starts to to kind of pressurize on the muscles and it just kind of starts pulling and becomes like this really kind of sharp shooting pain across across the knee Mm. um Fortunately, I'd, I'd done a really kind of big strain on it. Um, my last, it was meant to be just a recovery run, and um, and <laughs> I, I just it hurt so much that I couldn't I couldn't physically run anymore. I just kind of I got I got to that point. I was like, I can't run anymore. It's hurting too much. And I was kind of on the brink of tears, and uh-huh. I was like two miles away from my car, and I had to kind of just limp slowly <laughs> to uh-huh. my car, and I. But remember, Mike, I texted you and I was just like, I'm just walking really slowly in the rain back to my car and I can't run anymore. And I was really quite upset. Um, and that's how every day for the past two weeks has felt for me. But OK, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> no, it seems to be silly now. It seems you've kind of got broken bones and everything. But um, <laughs> at that time, well, very- well, because, you know, the sucky thing about broken toes is that there's nothing that can be done about them. They can't even no. put cast on. They basically they buddy tape them and send you out the door. So, well, there's nothing that can really be done about this. This right. kind of neither not not immediately anyway i mean it's just one of the things you're kind of like well, okay just don't run lots of ice you know kind of lost of rest um for for about a month and you know hopefully it will feel better after then but obviously i had the marathon in right. you know six days after then um and when i went to go see the physio um he kind of taped me up and gave me a horrible and painful deep massage <laughs> that also <laughs> left, nearly left me in tears um uh-huh. and this was kind of like yeah i mean you can run it because i know you don't want to not do it but it's going to be really painful and it's going to be really slow and it's probably going to do more damage to you but well but even despite that you made fairly good time for a beginner I mean, I was I was hoping for, and I had trained for four and a half hours, but you know, Sean as well. She had a had a hip injury, and and both of us were kind of like a, <laughs> like you know, the of like injured people, and it, it was just wasn't likely to get four and a half hours. And when we'd realised when we'd done kind of half, when we'd got to the thirteen miles and realised that we'd done almost kind of forty five minutes longer than we'd usually do at thirteen miles, we kind of both realised that it was going to be a lot longer than we'd hoped, but. We just kind of thought if we just carry on running and don't stop and take a lot of, you know, a lot of Nurofen. I think I had about six. Right, <laughs> six, right, right. Six right. throughout the whole thing, um, which numbed the pain a lot. And uh, yeah, we, we got there. But as soon as we, as soon as we started started running, um, you know, mile mile one, and I was ready in in, um, in agony, sorry, because of because of my knee, um, and I just didn't think I was going to be able to do it, but. Um, just very slowly, five hours and twenty minutes. <laughs> yeah, see, that's not too bad. Yeah, I mean, really, that's not too bad for a beginner. That's not too bad. Yeah, just I've got that. Uh, I've got that kind of dedication now to to beat that time, which is why yeah. I signed for for next year. <laughs> <laughs> Terrific! <laughs> Terrific! And you know. Uh, you probably haven't really had this experience running with somebody, but uh, you know, I, I've, I've recently found that uh, 
running and just plain exercise can actually be quite meditative. Yeah, definitely. Um, Which is why I kind of continued running from the the very beginning. Yeah, yeah. Um, And and it's... you know, there's a really uh, a good post. I'm going to have to f- find it and find who wrote it about uh, one thing that recently kind of changed things a little bit for me was uh, running without music. I prefer that sometimes. Um, yeah. It's because, I mean, I can find it can be slightly distracting. I mean, especially if I just want to just go out and just jog for fun, mm-hmm. then it's just nice not to have a beat to kind of put me off i just kind of run at my own pace and yeah i mean i yeah. probably could do that for an hour i'd get a little bit bored um yeah but definitely if i'm just gonna just gonna go for you know half an hour 40 minutes then that i yeah that's that's really nice especially i'm um, there's a really nice kind of conservational area called Knoll park near where i live and there's loads of kind of deers and birds and it has the, the best kind of nature sounds um nice. it's really nice to kind of run that definitely yeah, nice. Yeah, and I yeah, I have a really nice, uh, probably one of the most popular jogging streets in this in my city, uh, just a couple of blocks away here, and that's what I usually jog down. And and uh, yeah, uh, I found that I didn't I didn't realize how much my stride was matching the beat. Yeah, I, I think that's a it's naturally part of our, um, uh, you know, it's natural synchronicity to to we hear a beat and you know especially you know Mike wouldn't know anything about this but you and I who have rhythm um, <laughs> <laughs> that we that we have uh, you know kind of this natural inclination to kind of get into that rhythm um, and it was I didn't notice this until. Um, there was a weird change in in songs. I can't even remember what the two songs were. It's like, you know, like Billy Idol's "Rebel Yell" to like some Radiohead song or something, right? And, and yeah. it was just this weird change in rhythm. And I noticed that. I noticed my stride immediately changed. Yeah. And matched the new beat. And it's like, oh shoot, darn it! I got, I got, I got to turn off the music. I, I'm, I'm, this is why I'm not, <laughs> this is why I'm feeling like crap, right? <laughs> so, if, you know, especially for, if you're trying to improve the time, I guess, right. and you're running, yes. it's, I mean, it's best to kind of go at a pace that yeah. is, is comfortable for you. You don't want to be slowed down or kind of go too mm-hmm. fast because of, because of a particular beat. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, no, definitely running without music or that's why sometimes I might just listen to a podcast as I'm running because there's yeah. no nestle no beat. And, it, and also there's something there to kind of keep my mind occupied to, you know, take my mind off the fact that I'm just running all by myself in the pouring rain. <laughs> oh, and, and, and probably in a fair amount of pain with your injury. Yeah, I mean, I haven't really run on the injury since the marathon. I haven't actually run at all. I still, it's been three weeks now, just over three weeks, and I haven't run at all just because I just want it to, I want it to be fixed. I want it. I want to be kind of cured of it, um, right. and I don't want it to be kind of any kind of issue for me. I mean, I probably will start running again at some point this week because I haven't really had any pain in it for a few days now. Um, and before, just walking down the stairs, and it would really start hurting. And I haven't had that, so I might be okay. 
Yeah, we'll see. Take, 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 it, take it slow. Take it slow. Yeah. You know, that said, I, I can tell you for sure that I have been really, it, it's been hard because yeah, it, can, it can become really addictive <laughs> running camp and seeing other people out there running. Like I said, yeah, I, 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 I'm two blocks away from, you know, one of the most popular streets to run in you know, in the city uh, and the, the kind of the main part of uh, the, the Twin Cities Marathon. Um, uh, yeah. And so there's people running all the time. And, I've you know, since my injury, I've just been kind of finding myself kind of. Twiddling your thumbs, I guess. <laughs> well, and, and, and jealous, like, yeah. like meanly jealous. Like, I hate these. I hate them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They're doing what I want to do. Damn the! <laughs> How come they can? I can't. Yeah. You know, and and so I'm. Uh, you know, I would imagine that. I don't know. Uh, not not being able to to run and not being able to 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 even walk to my full capacity has been incredibly frustrating. Um, which is yeah, I mean, which is why the tapering part of any kind of you know, long endurance sport, I guess, um, in my case, obviously the marathon run, that's why the tapering part is so difficult and so hard because it's when you're meant to kind of dramatically just reduce everything that you've done. And not only would I have just probably been running kind of, you know, a mile here, a mile there anyway, but I wasn't able to run at all. And to have the thought of, you know, the marathon coming up and not being able to do anything about it and just having to kind of sit there and, kind of just make do with yoga or anything like that. That was really, really difficult. And it just, it made me very crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. um, There was this really good article um, that was kind of passed around uh, around Twitter um, the the week before. And it was meant for the London Marathon. But also it it, it came came to useful for me, you know, tapering as well for, for the Brighton Marathon. And it was just, it was like a really good pickup about kind of tapering and how, you know, you think your mind is, you know, knows your body knows that it's ready because you've done everything. You've done all the training, you know, you know, you're physically ready, but it's just that it's just the mental bit of it all. Just kind of knowing, because if you're not doing anything to prepare for it, you think, well, I'm not ready then I need, I need to run. Mm -hmm. I need to Mm -hmm. see if I can, you know, run another 20 miles just, you know, just so I know I'm I'm ready for it. But of course, that would have been no good for my body. And I probably would have, you know, got to mile 10 and just completely zoned out. But um, that's it was a really, really difficult one. Week. I mean, on the Friday, um, the, you know, a couple of days before the marathon, I mean, I was at work for about 10 minutes. And I just broke down in tears. I didn't know why. I was just like, I don't know what's happening. But I was just so stressed out. And my mind just kept on beating me up about it, just saying, you know, you're injured and you're not ready and it's going to be the worst thing ever. Um, it was nothing as oh. nothing like my mind had, you know, built up to be. I mean, it was the best experience I think I've ever I've ever had. But it's I, I just think that getting to it. I, th- I think that's you know a really good place to to leave this because uh, that 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 has uh, so many applications uh, elsewhere in life. Yeah. Uh, uh, the uh, the idea that um, uh, how how important it is, despite everything that that you're you're being driven to do, how important it is to to take a step to take a step back, to have that tapering period, 
to reflect and, and reflection is something I've been talking a lot about uh, lately uh, with in conversation with another friend of mine. So I don't think that we, I, I think we do a lot of reflection, but we don't necessarily take the time to notice it. And and it, it, a big part of tapering is, is really about that. Um, and, uh, you know, but we, sh- we, we really should wrap. I, Sammy, I can't even begin to tell you how much I appreciate you coming on and talking about this. Oh, thank you for having me. It's just—it's lovely and, speaking to you. <laughs> yes, yeah, it's, it's lovely speaking with you. And uh, you know, I, I don't know—you're not uh, an internet goddess, that, you know, that like you know has a million things to promote. But at the very least, you want to give people, you know, where to follow you on Twitter and things like that, so they can keep up with your uh, with your running activities. Um, yeah, you can follow me on Twitter. It's just at Sammy Furs, S-A-M-I-F-U-R-S-E. Um, and actually why I, I am on here, um, there is, <laughs> there is a kind of a, a running site that um, that Sean, the, my little running buddy, has um, has just been doing. Um, oh, nice. I say, I say that I should have been more prepared. It's called dashingdivas.com, but I think there's like a, an actual dash in between that. So uh, hold on. So dashing it'll be, dash. It will be in the show notes. Yeah, we'll put it. In the yeah, show we'll put it in the show notes. But um, but yeah, no, she she blogs about running and stuff on that, and I kind of do a, a post here like now and then. So um, yeah, go to that. Terrific. Thanks so much, Sammy. I appreciate you being on. And thanks Thank much for uh, you know, letting us ramble on about a subject you have absolutely no interest in. No, okay. <laughs> I went for Just a, a run. <laughs> 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 All right. So next time we're going to have you on, we're talking about Big Carmen Yoga, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Stay away from that right. madness. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Sammy. Well, thanks a lot. And Mike, we'll talk. We will. Cheers. <laughs> yes. <laughs>